It's week six. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo! What's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the line star app it is me it is scott bogman and it's you and we're talking all things dfs right here courtesy of the line star app go get that line star app right now right now just stop everything you're doing go get the line star app upgrade to the premium product the absolute best tool site in the history of fantasy sports i'm telling you go out and get it today upgrade and then you could be hanging out with the cool kids like me and bogman uh after school smoking behind the uh behind the drug fair you know i don't, I don't know you have like the place where all those kids hung out always in your neighborhood i don't know what it's like in texas uh you grew up in texas or you grew up in arizona i wish no, more, like, arizona. Very, more arizona so so yeah. where, like if, for me it was the cool kids that behind the uh you know the 7-eleven or they were behind the uh the drug fair parking lot i don't know why the drug fair parking lot I see you hung out with your skateboard and you smoked cigarettes and you were cool. Where was that place in Arizona? Do you have that uh, place? There's a McChevron kind of down the street from the high school. What the hell is that? What's a it, McChevron? Is that like it's a- like a Chevron that has a McDonald's attached oh to it. Oh, my God. So wow. We always called it McChevron. And then, uh, like, most of the drug deals, I think, to this day are behind the AMPM. That's not too far from my place. Uh, but Is uh, AMPM it, another, like, 7-Eleven type place? Yeah. You have to explain these things to me. I'm a stupid Northeastern kid. Yeah, yeah. AMPM is – it has recently turned into a shell station, so ah. – uh, which is nice because the guy that owned the AMPM just let it – like, the the dude let them lose their liquor license a couple times and – like, I don't know how you do this, but I went in there. I don't play the lottery, but my mom loves it. So I went in there to get her some lottery tickets one time. They're like, no, we don't have that anymore. I was like, you're a convenience store that doesn't sell lottery tickets. Wow. That's like, not yep. very, like, that's okay. not very convenient. I think. No. Uh, yeah. That's, not that's convenient at crappy. all. Yeah. Well, so thank I God went to McChevron and got him over there. Yeah, so. that's right. You got a McMuffin and a McLottery ticket. And there you that's go. Right. Luckily, we are self-service, full service here over on the podcast we're gonna get through week six in the end all that was a really fun sojourn for no reason at all i hope you all enjoyed it and this is why you listen to the show you get good information you get some good stories and we have some fun here because this is supposed to be fun okay fine you know you're gonna have fun fun. you're gonna have fun it's gonna be fun fun all right so let's have have fun. fun here it's gonna be a wacky week, and obviously, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you know when the wagering show comes out tomorrow. So awesome. anywhere you get your podcast, you can listen to the pre-snap right here. So let's just get after it here. We already have the recap show, so I'm leaving. I'm leaving last week. We got some fluid situations already. Uh, Melvin Gordon having too much time doing seventy and a thirty-five. Uh, you know, I guess he was listening to a little uh, little Sammy Hagar. He can't try fifty-five, not even a thirty-five. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, or he can't call the driver service that the NFL provides for NFL players, you know? Yeah. How yeah. about you that just seems, do that, buddy? It, Come on. That seems pretty easy. That seems great. That seems Stay like out a of really... jail, no Dewey's, no community service. None no of that. Dewey's, no Dewey's. There you go. That's like no whammies. All right. So let's start with <laughs> the, uh, new coached Atlanta Falcons heading on the road to the Minnesota Vikings. And I got to tell you, I'm super excited about the Vikings in this game. I already started fooling around with some lineups here. Um, Kirk Cousins is 71 on FanDuel, 61 on DK. I like him on both of there. I mean, look, 
The Falcons are just getting shredded here. Uh, Alexander Madison right now is 7,200. We, we predicted the price, right? I said, if he's yeah. good, I said, maybe it's going to be at seven, right around seven K. If it's 66, it's going to be amazing. If it's 72, it's like right on the border, but there he is 72 on DK seven K on FanDuel. As long as Dalvin cook is not playing, I think it's a great play. Uh, Adam Thielen at 73 and 74. You got to pay up this week for Thielen. It's not bad. If you want to fade Thielen for Jefferson, there's nothing wrong with that either. He's about the same on both sides, six K and 59. So, I love, love, love the Vikings this week. Now, as far as the Falcons right now, I am not feeling the Falcons. I am I'm going to let this go. I understand Minnesota can give up points too. Uh, I am going to stay on this side. It's not that I think they're bad plays. I don't think Gurley's a bad play. He's been pretty consistent. His value's at 63 over on DK, 68 on FanDuel. He's had five rushing touchdowns. He's tied for second in the league with rushing touchdowns. So, look, I understand the the you know, how good Calvin Ridley has been, but the price is very high for me. I'm going Minnesota side. Are you stacking both sides of this one, in your opinion, or are you with me and just kind of sticking to one side of this one? I'm more with Minnesota with the, the coaching change. You know, it's just, uh, we're not a hundred percent sure what we're going to see from Atlanta moving forward. I mean, we may see, uh, you know, a lot of status quo, which would be fine uh, because those guys have been producing, but we also might see Todd Gurley just get an unbelievably heavy workload at, you know, the defensive coach on, on the, you know, between cutter and, uh, and Raheem Morris, they went with the defensive guy. So he might want to run the ball and play defense more. So I'm, I'm just, uh, I think maybe we'll see Todd Gurley have a nice game here, but I don't think I'm going to pay up for it. I think I'm with you. I'm going to stick with Madison. And I do like, Jefferson and Irv Smith in some tourney plays, you know, uh, to especially to stack. And and Irv Smith is unbelievably cheap on both sides. So uh, I really like him after scoring that touchdown this week. So, yeah, the Irv Smith call is a good one. I'm glad you brought that up. That's that's my bad for not talking about it because he'd have a good game. I absolutely love it. I mean, he is a free square. Is that true? Is it are my eyes deceiving me of the price that he is? Is he 2,500? Uh, let me double check. Is, is that see. could that be true here that we're, we're looking at this? Smith. It feels like, I mean, I'm sure it's real, but I'm just, I'm, I'm my eyes 2,500. Yes, 2,500. That's almost mm-hmm. like they're paying me to roster him. Um, <laughs> you know, and I thought I like Cameron about Bray free square. You know. Well, I look, I love Cameron Brake this week, but. I don't know. That Irv Smith got me thinking, ooh. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, Joe that's just not had bad. a stirring. <laughs> oh, it just moved a little bit. I'm not going to lie. All right. Well, let's talk a little Baltimore and Philadelphia here. Uh, I am definitely paying up for the Baltimore defense this week. Uh, no one has thrown more picks this year than Carson Wentz. And uh, look, Baltimore came off a 26-point FanDuel day last week, so it uh, would not shock me to see them Go a little crazy here on this one, too. That Baltimore defense, I think, got a fire a little under them after getting their butt kicked. And they've been pretty good ever since. So, uh, obviously, with this one, uh, if you want to talk about the Eagles first, Travis Fulgham, 4,453, respectively, on the two sites. Miles Sanders, 66 and 76. Carson Wentz, forget it. I'm not going anywhere near him. Sanders did have the big run last week. Do you think that he is an interesting contrarian play this week because last week he wasn't really supposed to be great. He did have the one big run, but that's kind of Miles Sanders MO. Would you be having any shares of him or do you think it's, Hey, just stay away from Baltimore. Yeah. I think for the most part, I want to stay away from uh, these Eagles players against Baltimore. I mean, I know Travis Fulgham had the big week last week, but we might get Al- Alshon back this week. I think D is still up in the air. If I'm not mistaken, I might be mistaken though, but I mean, Rager and, and I don't know. They, they just Travis Fulgham did 
a lot of his damage in one drive against Pittsburgh when he was going up against Mike Hilton. Uh, when they put Hayden on him, he did a little bit less from that point on. So uh, he was really good last week, and I want to give him credit where it's due, but I don't think I'm going to go to any of these Eagles against the Ravens. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to fade this group also. And, and you know, kind of chatted about this a little bit on the recap show, but I'll bring it back here in case you missed it. You know, Lamar Jackson's been good, not great so far this year. And um, it's kind of tough. It's tough with this price because at 9,000 on FanDuel, it's just, I don't know, it's 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 unappealing. And, and maybe this is the game. Maybe this is the one where he goes all out. They haven't really needed him to push the envelope all that much either. Um, and with the way that, you know, the lack of target production in this offense too, they're towards the bottom in terms of air targets this year. In terms of just throwing the football, they're towards the bottom third of the league here, almost at the very bottom. I mean, it's it's not surprising. We know there's a run-heavy team, but the run game hasn't been good either. It's funny. I love the defense, but the rest of this game, I'm just not crazy about. Look, Andrews and, and Lamar is always a good cash game pairing. I think you're always going to get points with those guys. But I don't know at what expense. You know, like a $2,000 difference between him and Kirk Cousins this week. And I don't know. I'd rather have Kirk Cousins. I want I want one share of Lamar. I want I want him in one lineup this week because, you know, he was hampered by the knee a bit last week and they got out so quick against Cincinnati that he really didn't need to do much. But uh, you know, I watched Philly this week. They put pressure on, on the quarterback and they, uh, they actually scored against Pittsburgh a little bit. So uh, they're starting to have pace on offense a little more. And uh, I think they're going to push Lamar out of the pocket and make him run. So I think he could have a big day. So I just want to get him in one lineup. I'm not really interested in anybody else. Does that one lineup Andrew. also have Andrews paired with him? Because yeah, there's not I a lot of tight ends to pay up for because the way the schedule is falling out with the double Monday games and the Sunday night game and all this stuff and some of the injuries and all the bye weeks and stuff like that, it's like it's basically like Mark Andrews. That's it. <laughs> it's right. Mark Andrews at <laughs> yeah. tight end, or we're going. Uh, we're all gonna have Irv Smith this week. Right. Right. Exactly. You're gonna you're gonna pay up or go super cheap. So, yeah, I think uh, that lineup I'll probably stack with Mark Andrews for sure. All right, let's go on to Chicago, Carolina. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, that's three in a row. Look at that. Look at Teddy B. Unbelievable there. Um, Mike Davis has been very good for this team. Uh, I know the Bears defense is better. You know, we kind of hot take this game a little bit. Or hot took. Hot took? Is that what? What's, no. the, proper, what's the proper nomenclature there, dude? I don't even know. Uh, hot, I uh, think. Hot taken? I think we had hot takes. We I had hot takes. There, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. It's a grammar lesson for everybody. Another plus <laughs> here of the podcast. Um, but look, Mike Davis continues to be good. He's at 7K over on DK on the full point PPR. It's actually not it's not terrible. I mean, it's always high, but like the guy's producing 7,500 over on FanDuel. Uh, Robbie Anderson's been good. His price really hasn't moved. 63 and 65 respectively on the two sites. DJ Moore was good last week. He's at 59 on DK. I like him better there than I do on uh, FanDuel at 68. I think that's a little high for him in this particular game. And then, of course, you got the Chicago Bears. So it's Allen Robinson at 7K on both sites. And then thank you very much. You can move along. Just give me my Allen Robinson, and I'm fine. I, I do like Robinson in this game because, well, he's a lockdown points every week. But Montgomery. other than that, I yeah. I You're forgetting know. about dude, the 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 Panthers are the worst against the run no, in the league. David right? Montgomery any good? Like I'm I'm starting to question myself here because I was a guy last year who was like this guy's going to be good, and then he wasn't, and I don't think it was all his fault. And then this year he's had some tough matchups, so I'm giving him a pass and I'm giving him a pass, and I'm giving him another pass. And I know he looked good on Thursday night catching the ball in the backfield, 
I don't know. I guess I, well, okay, let's go over the price here. He's 58 on DK, 59 on FanDuel. So as yeah. a flex, okay, I get it. That's not terrible. It's not a terrible flex play. Yeah, yeah. I just think the Panthers' defense is still a work in progress. We just found out Kawan Short, uh, one of their interior defensive linemen, is going to miss the rest of the season. So I, I, I do like Montgomery for this week, and I am going to get him in a decent amount of lineups for sure. So uh, I, I like him. But, yeah, I mean, it's him and uh, Allen Robinson. I guess you could go Jimmy Graham and hope he scores a touchdown, but I still would rather go pay up for Andrews or go down for uh, Irv Smith. So. I don't think I'll have Jimmy Graham, but I, I would understand that one. Yeah. Um, anything else here between these two games you got your eye on? Do you have a preference of Anderson or more? Um, I, I feel go, like I would go back to Anderson. Robbie. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm I, still going. To, yeah, that was a one-off last week. He's, you know, he's really we, we turned were himself that. around. You know, he right. had one good year with the Jets, and then he goes to Carolina, and like everybody else that gets away from Adam Gase, he starts to play well again. So he may be a lot better than we even gave him credit for. Yeah, getting out of a uh, getting out of the Jets is like getting out of an abusive relationship. I feel like it's like <laughs> probably you know they just they feel so much better about themselves. They feel healthy. They feel clarity. They feel everything is okay now. You know that seems mm-hmm. to be like just getting away from Adam Gase and or the Jets just seems to be fantastic for people. <laughs> it's just it's, it, <laughs> you know every you ask them they're all living their best life. What Robbie yeah, Anderson right. is living his best life right now. <laughs> and maybe can, uh, give some driving well, Jamal Adams board. living his best life you know all those former uh, Adam Gase players living their best life 100% yeah, anything's better than playing for that guy um, That's right. I'm in on Mike Davis this week I'm not on Teddy Bridgewater this week um, I still like Davis still like Anderson those are the two pieces I like the most so I'm with you there just Montgomery Anderson for me you sold me Montgomery as a flex. Just okay. Anderson for you. Okay. All right. Yeah, just Anderson for me. I don't want to met the Bears defense is real good. And they have extra rest because they played on Thursday. Uh, you know, I we don't saw- know. Ronald Jones just kind of tore him up last week. Yeah, but he did most of his work late in the game. Uh had a ripped off a couple big runs late in the game, too. So uh look, I'm not saying Mike Davis can't be good. We Welsh and I kind of talked about this on the ITL pod, he was arguing with Mike Davis because he was at on fantasy pros list for this week. He was at six and I was kind of surprised by that. I, I thought that was too high. I thought there were some better options for this week, but I mean, he's still a guy that if you have in your season long, you start him, but in DFS, I, I don't think I would start him against the bears. All right. Fair enough. Let's move on to a team that only put three points up last week. So <laughs> it was a rough one for the Cincinnati Bengals, but um, look, it gets so much better. Now you have to play the Indianapolis Colts. That's a, yep. that's a tough back-to-back weeks there in terms of defenses. You're going to have to play for Joe Burrow. So, I mean, the honeymoon might be over here a little bit. I will say this, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd still got their looks. So I, I'm, I'm encouraged by that. If you're looking for something that's going to have low roster percentage, those two guys are it for me. Um, you, you know, they Tyler Boy is 58 over on DK on the full point PPR. That's a nice price. T Higgins is just 47 on DK. Higgins is 55 on FanDuel. Boyd is 61. You know, you can't go crazy here and get really excited about Burrow or Mixon necessarily, but uh, you know, Higgins and Boyd, I, I think right now are viable, and I think they're going to put up more than three points here against Indianapolis. Uh, what are your thoughts here about Indy? Uh, when you're looking at Jonathan Taylor's price at 64 over on DK, 73 on FanDuel. Um, that seems to be like the only guy that you can go, okay, I, I got to be honest with you, looking at the number of rushing yards per game given up by the Cincinnati Bengals, Taylor, this is the first week that I've got Taylor yeah. in lineups. This is the first one where I'm actually really into Taylor this week. Yeah, I, I think Taylor is going to be a, a pretty decent play for me too. The only other guy um, in this game, I don't really want anything for Cincinnati 
maybe in a tournament, a guy like Auden Tate would interest me just a touch because uh, AJ Green is out for this game and Mike Thomas had that big fumble. So I think he may be in the doghouse a little bit for that. So maybe Auden Tate gets a couple more looks, but that's just very speculative. So Jonathan Taylor and I kind of like Trey Burton with Mo Alley Cox being banged up because they've looked at him ever since he's come back. Yeah, Burton all of a sudden uh, showed up a lot in that game. That was that was like yeah. the big like wow eye opening kind of thing. Yeah, you know, but I struggle here with Indianapolis because their inability to move the chains is, is troublesome. The Rivers, the Rivers is turnovers tough. Yeah. are are troublesome. The one dimensionality. If that's even a word, I think I just made it up, but it's a word now. <laughs> so we're making up words today. That's the theme of the show. That's another they hot took and uh, I hot took the uh, interdimensional cable, <laughs> and then uh, and that's what happened. But I, yeah, this this offense is terrible. I almost want to see. I kind of want to see Jacoby Brissett and Jonathan Taylor together at some point. I think we're going to see that pretty soon. I'm just putting that out there, but uh, could even see it this week. Um, yeah. But I will say Jonathan Taylor and the two receivers. That's what I like in this game, and that's about it. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. All right, so let's let's get to the next one here. Uh, this one's going to have a lot of pub here. Uh, the four and one—that's where I said it. Four and one. The Cleveland Browns are heading to Pittsburgh, and this is not the regular old Pittsburgh Browns game. And I can sense there's a slight uneasiness with my boy here, Mister Terrible Tal himself, Scott Bogman. I, I I just sense a slight slight uneasiness about this game with you, and I love it. It's no. very enjoyable. Yeah, you're a little uneasy, just a little bit, nah. little bit. Well, not against, easy. Not against okay. the Browns with a banged up make Baker Mayfield. Nah, not really. So. Oh, well, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's on act. Maybe that's what it is. He's just luring you in. Uh, so let's talk about this one. Kareem Hunt, 6,900 over on DK full point PPR. Uh, he is 7K on the other site on FanDuel. Dearness Johnson is 4K, just 4K on DK. I thought that was kind of surprising. Uh, 5,100 on FanDuel. Odell's been pretty good back-to-back weeks. He's at 64 on DK, 67 on FanDuel. Landry's 49 and 56. That's another low price in the full point PPR for Landry. I think that's kind of a surprising price too. If you want to pound a, some cheap wide receivers, or you're looking for some salary relief. It's not a terrible play despite banged up. I'm fading Hooper. I just got no love for Hooper. And, and look, after last week, the big question is Claypool again. And I think the answer for me is yes. 52 on DK, 55 on FanDuel. I like him on both of those spots there uh, with uncertainty about Deontay Johnson. I don't know, man. For me, I feel like I would go back to this Claypool. Well, he's not going to score you four touchdowns, but I think there'll be people who are reticent to do it, and I like it even more because of that. I'm I'm not really interested in anything on the Cleveland side. Maybe Kareem Hunt uh, because, you know, we're, we're down more running backs and everything this week, and he's still one of the tops. So uh, maybe him, but uh, I'm not too interested in, in much on Pittsburgh's side either because both these defenses have been playing so well. Um, I, I mean, you know, I do like, I think, like you mentioned, Claypool probably being the best buy here with, they they just set him up to try to score. Like, they put him in good spots. Deontay Johnson is going to be fine, by the way. I, I think that he got uh, Wednesday off as a veteran rest day. They've been resting him and Juju on Wednesdays uh, the entire season. So uh, I, I think he's going to be fine and he's going to play in this game. And I think the Steelers are going to play musical chairs with, uh, these wide receivers, uh, whether it's Claypool, Juju, or Deontay. So that being said, week. who's the best ROI, in your opinion, of this group? Because Juju had a quiet game last week, but he's been very good. This is a good matchup because the Brown secondary hasn't been great. You you are probably the best person to talk about this in terms of 
how the corners are going to match up here with what the Steelers are going to do is, is Deontay a fade anyway, because him being on the outside, is it, is it better be looking to Claypool and, and, and Juju anyway? No, I, I don't think anyone's a fade here. It's just who's going to get the touchdown. And I think on a week to week basis, it that's going to flip a coin between clay uh, Claypool and Smith Schuster. So uh, I think both of them are decent. I'll take Claypool because he's cheaper. So that, that's what I do. I mean, they're down to safety. I think Ronnie Harrison is in, he's either in concussion protocol. There's some, something going on with him. And, uh, you know, Denzel Ward's good, but the Steelers move the wide receivers around. They've been doing it way more this year, I think, than they really ever have. So uh, I, they're, they're going to move guys around. Denzel Ward's going to cover, you would think, uh, Deontay or Juju most of the time. So that, that allows a little bit more for Claypool, too. So he, he is the guy to buy out of this group this week because his price is real nice. Yeah, I, I definitely, like I said, I'm going back to the Claypool well, and there'll be more people on it than 0. 0.5 because that's what the roster percentage was last <laughs> week, 0. 0.5. Um, but I don't think it's going to be enormous. You know, I don't think it's going to go up to like 40% or anything crazy like that. It's, it's going to go up, but I, I think there will be a lot of people going, well, I missed it. It was last week, and they're not right, going to want to chase yeah. it. But I think this particular matchup against Cleveland, if you look at the stats that Cleveland's given up, there's a lot of opportunity here. We, you know, we haven't talked uh, about uh, Connor or Big Ben here. Connor's at 71 on both sites. Uh, Roethlisberger's 67 on DK, 76 on FD. So, uh, any love for Connor in this game too? I mean, he's been steady. He was good last week. You know, I mean, he's been good the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, you're hoping for the touchdown with Connor too, uh, obviously. But uh, and he's been getting the ball way more than the other backs. So I just. Um, I don't know. I I don't want to buy it. Both these defenses have been playing so well that I, I'm, there's not too much here. I'm going to invest in. I'll, I'll buy uh, Connor and hunt in a couple lineups. Maybe I'll put Claypool in a decent amount. Other than that, I don't think I want to buy much from two teams playing defense. Well, right now. All right. So let's move on here to Denver and new England. Yes. We're finally going to get this game. <laughs> and, and it looks like uh, Cam Newton's going to be practicing uh, on Thursday. That's this game is a great. mess. It's still a mess. It's still a mess. Uh, we think we're going to get Drew Locke. We're not sure yet. It could be Brett Rippon. Melvin Gordon uh, needs a ride. Um, I don't know what Philip Lindsay's status is as of right now. So this one is very fluid. So I think Lindsay should be good, but they said they're the Broncos said they're not sure what they're doing with Gordon uh, for this Sunday's game yet. So he may yeah. still face a team suspension. So, right. um, uh, you know, th- there's not, and I don't want, I would want Judy, but if Gilmore is playing, I don't want Judy. And Gilmore is up in the air right now, too. So not not anything from Denver I'm really confident in. I'm going to say I, I'm fading Denver altogether. Uh, I have no problem starting Cam Newton. Uh, again, it's always naked Cam Newton here on the show until further notice. Uh, Cam Newton, 6,500 on DK. I think the roster percentage is going to be rock bottom. You know, this is very telling here. I mean, it's a, this is a good opportunity here for Cam. You know, I know they're coming. I know he had the COVID stuff, but like he didn't seem to have any of the symptoms and things. We're just testing neg- negatively. So he is all the way up at 8K on FanDuel. And, and I think that kind of, that was, that was like the, of all the prices and the red flags, that was the one that stuck out the most to me this week when I'm looking back and forth at the two major sites and thinking to myself, all right, so we're at 8K right now. So when we're looking at that, that means that they're really expecting a pretty good game from him. And yet over on DK, they've priced him down. He becomes a really interesting bargain on DK this week. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is, you know, on FanDuel, you have to pay up every week for a quarterback. So they're, they, they, 
don't usually have great deals on QB. So I do like this matchup, but I don't really feel safe starting Cam Newton first week back after COVID and all that stuff. So uh, I don't think it's going to be one I'll invest in too much, maybe a lineup or two, but that's it. Yeah, I, I think Cam is sneaky, and I think the Pats' defense is sneaky too uh, this week on both sides. 41 for uh, the Patriots on DK, 48 on uh, FanDuel. Like I said, the, not sneaky in the sense of price, but sneaky in the sense of people going after it because I think everyone's like, oh, what's going on? I don't know. And anybody want any questions about how it's You sound like the guy from Mr. Deeds, John Totoro. <laughs> you underestimate the sneakiness. <laughs> you're, you're for the sneakiness. But I, I think that you you – you understand after watching the Tennessee Titans that, uh, you know, <laughs> the Florida Marlins made the freaking playoffs for God's sake. So <laughs> let's not, uh, let's not think that all of a sudden it's doom and gloom all the time here in the scenario where these teams can't come back and play well. Now we'll see if the Detroit lions can play well coming off a bye. Matthew Stafford had three touchdowns in that last game. Uh, it wasn't enough, but still it's nice to see Matthew Stafford playing good football. Uh, 6,300 for him on DK, 73 on FanDuel. You have DeAndre Swift all the way down to 45 on DK, 54 on FanDuel. Kenny Galladay is back, and he's back in my lineups as well. 62 uh, on DK, 72 on FanDuel. Great matchup for him and Stafford against Almost an auto-buy for Galladay. Uh, I was going to say, it's an auto-buy. Here's a question for you. Do you like Stafford at 73 or Kirk Cousins at 71? Yes. I like them both. (laughs) Pick one. Uh, I I want you to pick one. Uh, um, I'm still going cousins, but it's yeah, I'm, I'm still going cousins too. Slightly, but there's your, there's your, there's your, there's your um, change out. There's your, you know, I'm doing multi entry, and I've got two quarterbacks I need in the seven K range, and I'm swapping out. We did this well, last that might week prop up too because mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, I think Tack McKinley has COVID, and uh, you know all the other Falcons are going to get tested and everything, and we haven't heard anything from them yet, but. That's that's something to keep your eye on. You know, it wasn't sure. a tracing thing or and it wasn't a false positive. He has it. So uh, we'll have to see if any other Falcons have it later in the week. But if you had cousins in there, you're right. Uh, Stafford only being 200 more uh, would be a nice flip. So. Now watch all these automatic Kenny Galladay shares and it'll be the Marvin Jones game that happens twice a year. You watch. <laughs> I Here don't mind Marvin Jones either this week. I mean, Jacksonville's secondary is beat up and bad. So uh, this is, it's time to buy some Lions. I like, you know, I wouldn't put them in DFS lineups, but, uh, you know, I kind of, I'm very curious to see what they do with DeAndre Swift coming off their bye week. They got to get the guy more involved. So you would think that this would be the week if they had one to, to really get him going, to get him going in the second half of the season. So. Yeah, what do you think of Hawkinson? Uh, he is uh, down to 53 at DK, 57 on FanDuel. Any love for him this week in this matchup? Yeah, yeah it's a nice medium buy at tight end, yeah, too, if I you like don't want to go all the way up to Andrews or all the way down to Irv Smith. That's a nice, uh, you know, in-between settler uh, piece there. I like it. Now, you can you can score on the Lions. I mean, you know, the Lions will get up oh, by, yeah. you know, two touchdowns and then blow that lead in this game, I'm sure. Uh, Keelan Cole is 4,900. Uh, over on DK 56 on FanDuel. Chenault is 52 and 58. DJ Shark is 63 and 66. Do we have clarity if he's going to play yet? Do we still? It doesn't look like it. Uh, look like it I know point, he right? sat out Wednesday's practice. It, it doesn't look good for him with the knee injury, which, you know, I think Chris Conley had his big reception like right after uh, Chark left in last week's game and uh you know Chark was missing a couple weeks ago and Conley had some decent games and he's a nice cheap option but Chenault had the most targets so uh I think I like LaVisca and 
I actually kind of like a lot of this lineup. A lot of this. I was going to say, is this a do or die for Robinson this week? It's 68 on DK, 65 on FanDuel. Does last um, week, last two weeks, kind of disappointing. I feel like he's right on the border. I don't know. I'm kind of struggling here with this one. I really yeah. Am. Look, I don't think I don't think James Robinson is the long term solution at running back for Jacksonville anyway. But I do think he's the 2020 solution. I don't think they're going to go to anybody else. So uh, he's still going to get the touches. Speaking of which, like, where is Ryquell Armstead? Like, he oh, he well, he suffered from COVID. He was not oh, a. So he was really ill. That's yeah. where he. Is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why. So he, he has been. Uh, yeah, I think he had some complications. So I don't think. Uh, I don't think he's right yet. So, okay. and you, you've seen that from some COVID patients. Oh, sure. Just, like know. Eduardo Rodriguez for the Red Sox. Yeah. Right? Had it. And yeah. then he had trouble breathing. Mitocarditis. And, yeah. Oh, so. Very scary stuff, man. And it's the thing. It's like, you know, it's, it's going to make me laugh. Florida coach, like, we want to pack the crowd. Well, you know, you can pack the stadium and there's not going to be any game to play. Can't even play their game this weekend either. Right. Uh, what a joke. You're going to have an empty, uh, you're going to have a full stadium in an empty field. Like, yeah, I mean, he already came out and apologized. I mean, that was like a, you know, what do you would you say that and then 10 minutes later I have to apologize for it and there was no time I mean, it was just but he, as he, you know when he said it you knew you're like oh boy here it comes and then there it was and, and <laughs> come on and, man and, and it's one thing if you're like the, the coach in i don't know montana or somewhere like you know but you're in florida yeah florida have you learned nothing about yeah they're already showing up in the parking lot they're just not allowed in the stadium as much but of course florida they're like yeah 50 percent. you're fine yeah yeah it's fine it's fine fine. but but i like gardner Minshew a little bit this week too joe i mean i don't i don't like gardner Minshew as a quarterback i don't think he's very good but jacksonville should be down and throwing most games so uh Minshew is just going to continue to put some stats together because they're not going to go to anybody else so uh I think he's a nice cheap option this week. Okay, Aaron Rodgers and uh, the Green Bay Packers coming off a bye, facing Tom Brady, who's still trying to figure out what down it is, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> and uh, this is entertaining right here. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks locking up. You don't get this every week. Uh, this is definitely going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to this game. Rodgers at 75 on DK, 84 on FanDuel. Aaron Jones at 76 and 85, respectively. I want I want to stop here for a moment on Aaron Jones, if I may. And I want to just say, yes, every week I'm always negative about whatever running back is facing uh, the, the Tampa Bay defense. However, nobody is actually the second most targets to the running backs in the league is the Green Bay Packers. First, obviously, everybody knows it's it's the Saints because of Alvin Kamara. Second, in terms of target percentage, is actually the Green Bay Packers. So Aaron Jones, they're going to use him catching the ball out of the backfield. If you saw Montgomery last week, that's the game plan right there. Boom. You know, you start doing that. That's how you beat that defense. And I wouldn't be shocked if Jamal Williams caught a couple balls, too. He caught half a dozen touchdowns last year. He's just 4K if you want a, a flex punt. Uh, there's worse guys than Jamal Williams this week, especially with some questions about some of the healthier of the rest of the guys. Uh, he's 52 over on FanDuel. I don't love it there, but a 4K on DK is not bad. But I actually don't think Aaron Jones is is that bad this week. I think a lot of people will fade away from it, and this is the first time I'm actually going to it. He might be my favorite contrarian play of the week. What are your thoughts on that analysis, my friend? Give it to me straight. I like it. I like that uh, the thought process on Aaron Jones for sure, and it's what uh, – you know, if if you saw the the last half of uh, the the game, the last game against Atlanta that Green Bay played, they just kept throwing the ball to the running backs, it, almost like you know inserting the game plan for Tampa Bay. So uh, I I like what you're uh, I'm picking up what you're putting out on Aaron Jones for sure. I like that contrarian play. All right, Devontae Adams looks like he's going to play. 
He is 8K on DK, 9K on FanDuel. So it seems like um, he said he could play last week, but there was no reason with the bye. You might as well just, you know, take it. Yeah. And you win the game, move on, come back healthy. So hopefully that'll all work out. Valdez Scantling is 46 and 57. Robert Tanyan will be popular this week. He is at 51 over on DK, 62 on FanDuel. So are you going back into the Tanyan business this week? Yeah, I, I actually yeah. kind of like all these guys. I mean, uh, you know, Tampa Bay hasn't they've been great against the run but they've been giving up some big plays so i like mvs this week i'll pay up in a couple lineups for Devonte adams and you know robert tanya another one of those kind of medium plays uh that we like this week if you're not going all the way up to andrews or all the way down to irv smith another decent medium play i think i'd rather go with burton over tanya though if i had to i'll take the touchdown upside of tanya because that that freaking Colts offense sucks. Um, they just <laughs> suck. I'm, I can't believe it. I know. That's why I'm on Taylor. I am on yeah. Taylor because of that. But that's it. Like you finally got me to say, okay, I'm gonna have a Colt. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Jonathan Taylor. I'm gonna do it. Here we go. <laughs> but that's it. That's it. That's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. Um, Tom Brady is 65. He is seven years old. He is 7,500 on, on <laughs> Ronald Jones is 6K uh, on DK, 58 on FanDuel. I like Ronald Jones a lot too. I've got him on both sites in lineups already. And uh, I, I really like Ronald Jones this week too. I am no longer, you know, holding a candle for Leonard Fournette after last week. Oh, well, that's when like, he's going to burn you. I so. know. You're right. You're right. So I'm going to play him this week and I'm going to be mad. Uh, Mike Evans scares the hell out of me. He is at 76 on FanDuel, 69 on DK. He's got six touchdowns, but you know what? More than half of his fantasy points this year are from the touchdowns. And that's a little yeah. concerning to me. He's only averaging 50 yards a game. I, I'm not in the Evans business this week. I'm just like, and he's probably going to catch a touchdown again. It's just, and that's fine. I just, I Didn't can't practice do it today either. Uh, so that well, but Godwin I mean, did Godwin, yeah, did Godwin and Fournette yeah. both got in limited practices. I mean, I know Wednesday veteran rest day is for recording this late, but, uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, uh, I don't want to mess with anything here. Really. Uh, I'm Ronald Jones. If I had to pick something, but that's Ronald it. Jones that's- and Cameron Brait at 3,500 on DK, not so much um, on Fandle. I like him on DK. Okay. He's had two good games back to back. Uh, I I think that's it's a viable I'll give spot you Cameron here. Bray. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll ride that. A one. It's a tournament play. It's not a cash yeah, game. Of course, it's yes. a tournament play. But still, it's a tournament play that I like. And the yeah. other thing that I like is fall because you know what fall means? Derrick Henry season. That's right. <laughs> We're in Derrick Henry season. It was on full display on Tuesday night football. That's right, Tuesday night. Oh football. my god, I love all the gifts that oh, everyone has so made. Fun. They're so funny. Oh, They're so great. The internet guys. is undefeated. Love and, it. you know, I understand people say to me, well, we did most of the damage in the second half. Well, yeah, because that's what he does. And as the season goes on, those second halves get bigger and bigger and bigger. Because yeah, because all those guys more get tired. more tired and more tired. More tired, and more, and more tired. worn out, more hurt. And it gets colder and colder. And guys do not want to tackle Derrick Henry. Nobody does. You know what? I want to give the man credit for trying to tackle him. Yeah, I Because he was out there by himself. And there's a lot more people. You've seen it. You saw it last year in Baltimore. Everybody just kind of lets him go by. <laughs> you know, yeah. at least he tried. My man yeah. tried. And he got Yeah, pulled. well, Jacksonville is just like, oh, can I show you the way to the end zone, <laughs> sir? You know, might as well be blocking for him. So uh, a little ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. At least it, it, you got to give Norman credit for trying, but it is yeah. fun again. So. Yeah, and I, I and look, it's, it's much harder also to be running laterally with somebody running straight. But – 
doesn't make it not funny. It's very amusing. Uh, so Derrick Henry, also a guy I'm paying up for Derrick Henry this week. 7,300 on DK, 9K on FanDuel. There's not a lot of running backs to pay up for, boys and girls. Okay? There's just not a lot. It's Derrick Henry. He's Maybe pretty Aaron Jones. That's it. Yeah. D- Derrick Henry is pretty, pretty chalk. And I would, if you're asking me uh, to pick. It's the good between- chalk. It's the good chalk against this team, against the Houston Texans. It's the good chalk. Between uh, between Henry and uh, Aaron Jones, I'm going Henry. I mean, Houston loves to give up rushing yards, especially in the second half, which is where Derrick Henry excels. So I've got all the Derrick Henry this week. Yeah, let me tell you, I'm going in with Tannehill too. I'm going with Derrick Henry. I'm going to take A.J. Brown, and I'm going to take Jonu Smith. I'm going to go with the whole four. That's right. I'm going absolutely buck wild against the terrible. The Texans had their moment, and they barely won that game. Barely at home last week. They ain't going on the road. They didn't barely win. They won barely. handedly. James Robinson hand, handily is the word. James Robinson yeah. handed them the game and said, "Do you like football? Here's a football. You have this football." And then, and <laughs> well, then look, the I don't think they're going to beat Tennessee on the road. You know but... how many turnovers they have on the year? One, <laughs> one defensive turnover. And you know yeah, what that one, one is? One that James one Robinson that... kicked off his knee and handed to them. So. He was he was playing the spoons with that ball. <laughs> Spoon man, come <laughs> yeah, together they, with your hands. And they lost McKinney for the year too. It's uh, it's getting ugly in Houston real quick. So let me tell you, AJ Brown, it's fifty six and sixty five. Johnny Smith is still at just fifty two on DK, fifty eight on Fanduel. Oh, Johnny Smith is my favorite tight end in cash this week. It's not you know, Roby, uh, Roby has been playing decent. I, I'm a little hes- I'm way more hesitant on AJ Brown than you are, but I do like Johnny and I do like Tannehill Look, in this game. Even I'm if a little it's more hesitant, Tannehill, Johnny, and Derrick Henry, that's fine. If you want to get crazy with me with AJ Brown, come on, I'm with you. All about <laughs> their crazy train. Uh, I, I, I'm not taking the Texans here. I want nothing to do with Watson. I want nothing to do with any of these guys. I like Cook still. So I was going to say, you tell me why you like Cooks. I wasn't even going to ask you who. Just just talk about Cooks because I know it's He got 12 targets, and it was as soon as as soon as Bill O'Brien's gone and we have new people calling plays for the offense in Houston. I've just – I like the fact that Watson wanted to get Cooks involved and did and had to say so this time. So I I think that's going to be a nice connection moving forward for as long as Cooks stays healthy. You can say the same thing about Fuller. You know, Fuller's obviously the one in Houston uh, while he's healthy, and he's healthy right now. So I think these are both decent buys. Uh, you know, th- there's some there's some yards to be given up by these corners in Tennessee still. All right, let's move on to the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to ask you a trivia question. You ready? Yeah, Joe Flacco's sure. playing quarterback. Frank Gore's the running back. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is this 2010 uh, 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 oh you said uh, uh, when they were both good okay uh, sure. yeah well it's funny they, they played against each other in the super bowl remember <laughs> yeah yeah they did jesus and, and you know what year it was 2011 i think <laughs> <laughs> like you weren't that far off it was definitely 2011 or 2012 i don't remember it was one of those two for sure uh but yeah so the jets i will say this jameson crowder he's like the Allen robinson of the afc doesn't matter what's going on. The guy's money in the bank. Look at that. 25.5 full point PPR points on, on DK. It's 61. He's in all my lineups. I love Crowder. Everybody hates him. I don't care. Give me, give me Crowder. I know everyone hates the Jets. They should. 66 for him on FanDuel. I like him there too. I like him even more on the full point PPR. That's the only thing we talk about there. Preston Williams coming off a huge game. 54 on FanDuel. 47 on DK. 
Devontae Parker's at 63 and 64. Gaskins at 4, 54 and 57. Matt Breed is really cheap. He's at 41. He's going to be popular on, on DK this week. I can guarantee you there'll be a lot of people taking Breed shots, especially after last week with Howard being inactive. And then, of course, you got Fitzpatrick at 74 on FanDuel and 59 on DK. So I, I don't I don't love like going crazy with Miami coming off that huge output last week. I'm okay San with it. The Jets are, okay are miserable. Yeah, they are miserable, they're, they're but, awful. But you know what? I mean, I just I guess my lack of faith in the Dolphins is is just I don't know. It's tough to crack because like yeah. I, I, I guess all. I understand what you're saying. But uh, so how are you attacking them? If you are if you like the Dolphins, what are the pieces for you? A Gaskin, I think, is a uh, unbelievable cheap option, fifty four to fifty seven. He still doubled up snaps on Breida. So uh, I'm I'm all Gaskin, especially with Jordan Howard down. Uh, and I like Parker. I don't know how much I like Fitzpatrick. I think they're favored by like nine and a half points in this game. The Dolphins are nine and a half point road favorites against a team. And it's because the Jets are so bad. But the Jets are so bad. So uh, I'm okay with starting Gasicki, Parker. If you wanted to take a shot on Williams, you can. I think he's a little too Jekyll and Hyde for me at this point right now. Uh, I would rather just go pay up and, and get Parker. But I'm okay with starting pretty much anyone from this game if you want to, because they all should be involved. And uh, you know the Jets are the Jets are horrid. They're so bad. They might be yeah. one of the worst football teams I've ever watched. You know, it's funny. We said going into the year, we go, "Hey, the Jets roster is really miserable." Everybody, you know, I hope everyone's paying attention to this. <laughs> like, yeah, just miserable. it's a miserable roster. They did. They just did not do a good. And they job traded the their draft. best player because he did. He wasn't good with the coach in yeah, Adams. And their other and best they, player is now released. So yeah, now and then they cut the other guy. Yeah. It's just it's a total mess there. And, and I don't think these players are playing very hard for Gase because they want him gone just as bad as we do. Oh uh, please, it's probably you know, more, it, probably way more. I said this on the TV show today, and then we'll move on to the last game and call our <laughs> touchdown on the TV show. This is what I said today. I said, listen. I'm giving you a hall pass, Jet fans. Everybody says you can't leave your team, but you can. You can. If you want to leave and you want to say enough is enough, I've had it, <laughs> no one's going to think less of you. Like, why Why is that? Why Why can someone – and again, it's like an abusive relationship we talked about earlier. Why is it that you can let Adam Gase and the Jets organization continue to abuse you year after year after year your entire life? When do you just pick up and say enough of this? Why am I torturing myself? What is, what is, what is this loyalty – what has this loyalty brought you? Since yeah, 1969, we, we Joe Namath made a deal with the devil, and you haven't won a, gotten to a Super Bowl since, let alone won one. I mean, they don't love miserable. you back. They, they, no. just, they, they don't love you back. So uh, guess, that, that, I don't understand. Just leave. Leave. Get out. We have a guy in the ITL Army who's a Jets fan, and he's like, I'm just going to root for the Ravens this year. This is ridiculous. I hate this team. Good. So, and you, you should. Know. And you should. Yeah. And anybody who gives you crap, you send them to me. I'll set them straight. <laughs> uh, last game here, Washington and the New York Giants. I think we're going to get Kyle Allen in this game. Kyle. Kyle Allen. Going to get Kyle over here. Get back the in there, one. Kyle, what are you doing? Come inside. It's getting cold outside. Um, so Kyle Allen, I think it seems to be the, the, where we're going here. Um, I'm going to make this real simple. I'm not going for this game at all. It's one of the lower totals on the board. I do like the defenses, though, in this game, both of them. I think they're kind yeah. of sneaky uh, choices here. 32 for the Giants on uh, DK, 39 on FanDuel, and uh, for the Washington football team, 33. Uh, so like, we're looking at the Have prices. Have you looked at the lines yet, Joe? Uh yeah uh huh yeah so you know that the Giants are favored in this they are. game yeah by like two right what was it two two and a half Ugh. two and a half sorry my bad 
Yeah, but it's it's a 42. When's the last time this year you've seen a 42? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you may want to hit the under on that too. Oh, oh, uh... oh, wait. You wait till tomorrow, my friend. You just wait. <laughs> um, but the, the point I'm going to make here is that uh, Daniel Jones hasn't thrown a passing touchdown um, in, since what week, week one, one, I think, or yeah. something crazy I mean, like that. Yeah, so we're both called back, but yeah, week one. Yeah, okay, okay. The numbers are the numbers, and he and he's a fumble machine, and and I'm telling you right now, like the defenses in this game, that's the way I would go. I would, I would just if you're going to get involved in this one, that's it. The rest you can have. Do not get lulled into a false sense of security that the Giants offense is any good because they put up points last week against Dallas. That's that's a bad job by you. (laughs) You I'm with you on that. Here's what I'll say though. I have, I have two Washington plays that I think are okay. I, you know, Antonio Gibson is still crazy cheap and he's getting all of the running back snaps and uh, some of the running back receiving snaps as well. So he's getting like all the rushing snaps, I mean, and and, uh, receiving snaps. So I think he's pretty nice at 55 and 58 on DK and FanDuel. And the other one I like for this week, and I hate going back to this well, and this this well will be closed off because of poison water if it doesn't work this week. But Logan Thomas at 3,300 and 4,800, respectively. I like him because James Bradbury is going to be on McLaurin, and that is a tough matchup. We saw what he did to Amari Cooper this week, and it was no good for him. So I think McLaurin might be shut down. They may be forced to throw to other guys. So I think Logan Thomas is already getting targets. If he sees increase, he should make turn some of those into catches this week. So I like both those guys. Yeah, I know he's really cheap there. 3,300 is really cheap, but I don't know. He's not as cheap as uh, Irv Smith. All right. That's right. It's that time again, boys and girls. It's time to find the end zone. Scott Bogman and I are each going to pick somebody from a running back and a wide receiver pool to score a touchdown this week and win you maybe some free stuff courtesy of the Lion Star app. So go follow us on Twitter at the Lion Star app and follow us at Lion Star NFL and maybe you can win some free stuff. So finally, I won last week. Oh my God, it's brutal here last couple of weeks. Getting <laughs> pounded. So I'm going to go first because I won. And that All means right. I'm taking Derrick Henry's my running back. That's right. That's who I want. Give me the big Derrick Henry bus. Woo, woo, pulling into the station over and over again against the Houston Texans. That's where I'm going for my running back. Where are you going for your running back this week, my friend? Uh, for my running back, I'm also going to go with a fairly obvious one. Jonathan Taylor. If he doesn't score against Cincinnati, <laughs> Frank Reich should be fired. Like, this is ridiculous. Get him in there and get him. I don't know if I want to blame Frank Reich. I think let's make the scapegoat out to be uh, Brissett. And okay, you know how about this? If Hines... If Hines scores oh, and Taylor God, doesn't, don't even, don't even everybody gets fired, right? Shut your mouth. Do not ever <laughs> do not speak that name on this show ever again. Oh, just terrible. All right, so you could go first with wide receiver. You got Taylor as your running back. I've got Henry. Who are you going at wide receiver? Oh, man. This is a tough one, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Adam Thielen against ah, Atlanta. That was uh, one of my two. I You left me Kenny Galladay, so I'm going to go with Kenny Go all day. So there you go. So Kenny Galladay, Thielen, love the Thielen pick, by the way. That, that was my number two. That was my backup because I thought <laughs> you were going to take Galladay. So after the podcast, I mean, it just seemed like that was where you were going. So uh, look, there you go. Galladay, Thielen, Brown, uh, Henry, and uh, Jonathan Taylor. Those are our picks this week. So if you retweet this segment and you like it over on the Twitter machine, you might get into this contest where one of us you're going to play along with. And the winner 
gets free stuff. And everybody likes free stuff. Don't pretend like you don't because you do. So that'll do it for us today. Like I said, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your pods and go subscribe to the pre-snap. Give us five stars. Look, please. It's a nice thing to do. We, we have fun. We give you laughs. We give you information. Take time. You just listen to the show. As soon as it's over, five stars. I love Joe Pizapia. He's super handsome. And Bogman has a sweet ass. Boom. Done. There you go. There it is. Boom. Perfect. That's it. That's all you need to do. In fact, anyone who does that specific review uh, and, and screenshots and sends it to me, I, I will send you a free cheat sheet for the baseball black book next year when it comes out. There you Very go. How's nice. That? Wow. How's that? Right? You like that? That's you like that? That's them a apples? nice deal. Yeah, there that's awesome. There you go. See? Look at that. So uh, that'll do it for us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports, at Joe Pizapia 17. There's nothing left for us to do now except down, set, win. You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.